0: Hi, my name is Jackie, and this is Alive and Active. This podcast is a weekly devotional where we will study scripture and challenge one another to a lifestyle that is fully alive in Christ. In this devotional, I will challenge you to actively pursue what God says and how we can apply it to our lives. So grab your Bible and your favorite beverage, and let's dig in together. Today, we are continuing our conversation with Scott and Sherilyn Finch. I've mentioned in previous weeks that I fear that families in our church are becoming complacent at home. Today, we will dive into the importance of community, no matter what your relationship status is. Don't forget to check out this week's challenge questions in the show notes. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for joining me. So my question is, many people fantasize about weddings and having a spouse. What advice would you give to someone that is single and hopes to get married in the future?
1: When we were talking about this, my first thought is you, it's kind of like drawing a circle around yourself and, and, and working on that vertical relationship. Instead of being so focused in on that's what I want, you need to be engaged and, and grounded with where the Lord has you right now. And just ask the Lord to help you become the person that he, he has for you right now. And also to be growing to be the person that you want to be, or you hope to be in a marriage relationship. And I think that it's important to go to people um, that you admire their relationships, watch that how those are m- modeled, mm-hmm. get counsel from godly people of what they would do differently or how they're doing things, making note of that. And I think it's important to Ask the Lord to help you be content in the season he has you in and trusting him for his timing and what he has for you. Because if you're hearing where you are with where your friends are, it only creates discontent. And I think, um, like I've heard, comparison is the killer of joy. So, Lord, I'll be happy with where you've got me now and continue to grow me for what you have for me
0: later. That's good. I like how you can use the four C's even while you're single. It's awesome. Thank you. Okay. Uh, what advice would you give to a couple that hope to get married in the future?
2: Yeah, we, we got a chance to walk with couples to, uh, through their, this season, right? And, and just, it's about discipling self. And like Sherilyn said earlier, is, is being with an older couple or an older man, if you're a, if you're a guy or an older woman or wife, if you're a, a gal, and learn from them and then it's like what Paul says, right? The things that you have heard and seen and learned from me, practice these things, right? And the, and the peace of God, which surrounds all, which is what we want, right? We want that peace. And Paul says, these things that you've seen in me and heard in me and learned from me, then practice these things. And, and the peace of God will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And so how do we do that if we're not walking with someone? How do we do that by ourselves? And listen, here's the other side, especially the generation, because this is the first, first generation that, that really no longer needs older people, no, no longer needs their parents because they can Google it. You know, when we were growing up, if question it would be, "Hey, Dad, what about?" And, or, "Hey, mom, what about?" Or we went to you know, I'm going to sound real old now when we went to get the encyclopedia to look at it instead of the instant gratification, right? That you can get now. So what we encourage people to do is find those couples that you admire their relationship that follow Christ and then learn from them. What do you see and hear, learn from them and and do these things. One of the things that um, uh, we challenge couples on, because even in, in some churches these days, we have folks that are living together, but aren't married. And when they come to us and they say, hey, would you guys mind doing our our wedding? And would you mind doing our pre-marriage counseling or coaching? And we challenge them and say, listen, we would enjoy walking alongside you guys as you learn how to do things God's way. Our challenge back to you. You say that you want to do things God's way, but you're not currently doing that. You're living together. You're sleeping together before marriage. and so. What we don't want to do is we don't want to, hey, wink, wink, God, we want you to bless our relationship, but we're going to do it our way. Okay, those two things don't go together. Uh, What we've seen is we've seen young couples that want to do it their own way, and they want God's favor. They want God's blessing. Okay, well, all the way back to the Old Testament, God says, hey, listen, you want me to have favor on you? I give these laws to follow for you to receive blessings. So it then makes sense talking to young couples to go, okay, is it that you want God's blessing? Then here's what the Lord says. Not us, not our rules. It's not our culture. It's the biblical way of marriage. So we would then say, hey, let's learn what God has to say about marriage. Do things right. And then trust him.
1: And I would say part of that, and I feel like I'm repeating ourselves here, but so much of it it is repetitive, is the community, being intentional about who you choose to do life with. Mm -hmm. If you are truly wanting to be blessed and and have a healthy relationship and do it the way God intended, then you need to be intentional about being with like-minded people Mm -hmm. and doing life with people that are pouring truth into you and are modeling a godly marriage as well.
0: Amen. Absolutely. How do you glorify God with our marriages?
1: I feel like when we are kind of like what we've said, being intentional about doing it God's way and following it biblically. And yes, we're always going to step in it. You know, we're going to mess up because of our sinful nature, but our desire is to try and do it God's way. And, when we are doing that and we work on being one, we are glorifying him.
2: Yeah, I, I would answer that this way is, you know, there are churches out there that are more interested in following their rules than they are the people. They elevate their rules and regulations. Oh, you can't towards the church. Oh, no flip-flops. Mm-mm, not doing flip-flops either. Uh, and so they've got these rules and regulations. And people take a secondary stance there, right? And so it's like John chapter one, where he's writing about Jesus, and he says the law came through Moses, right? But and grace came through Jesus Christ, and he, and he repeats himself a couple of verses later, and he says truth and grace comes through Jesus Christ. That's, that's what he brought, right? When you see a healthy church, what does a healthy church do? They embrace people that come in. They love people well. So we live in this, this culture, this society of, of inclusion, right? We want every, everybody included. But Christ says, we want everybody, everybody's welcome. But if we listen to the truth of God's word in a healthy church, And we don't change when we hear God's word, then we're like James says, we're like a man who looks at himself in a mirror and he goes away and he immediately forgets what he looks like. Let me say it this way. When a healthy church is loving God well, and they prioritize people over their rules, then people are welcome and it is a transforming uh, inclusion. Come as you are, but because of the truth of God's word, don't stay as you are, right? And so with a marriage, it's really the same thing. I'm going to love you more than I do what I think about, should the house be clean? Should the car be clean? Who takes out the trash? All the rules, right? All the regulations. I'm going to love you more than my personal preferences, and we are both going to change because of the truth of God's word and grow closer to each other as we go closer to him.
1: When we are more about serving with like a service mentality rather than being served, yeah. I think that's a big proponent of that. Well,
2: yes, because, you know, when, when we are told as the husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. And he himself said, I didn't come to serve, but to serve. And so then, men, how do we love our wives? Spend you know a weekend conference on this uh, one question, but I think in a nutshell, that's that's as best as we can do. <laughs>
0: oh, no, that's good. That's good. And it's such a beautiful picture, too, of, you know, how Jesus loves us and the and the relationships between Jesus and the church. And I think you guys do a great job of that, too. Y'all have been such a blessing, I know, to, to us and so many other couples and the, and the model that y'all show. And thank y'all so much for doing this with me.
1: Thank you. What a blessing.
2: Yes, thanks for the invitation.
1: We were honored that you would ask us. Thank you.
0: so much for listening this awesome song is titled meant to be by arc north featuring christina marina please know i am praying for you every week and i would so love it if you would pray for me as well because your prayers are powerful and effective i would love to hear how this week's episode impacted you and i hope you'll join me next week until next time let's go be doers of the alive and active word of god